Let me bring up the matchups because I was only half listening. Give me one second. It's spinning. For whatever reason, I have to watch a stupid fucking ad. I do too. Why? You're a yeah. billion dollar company plus? Why? <laughs> Yahoo doesn't do this. Sleeper doesn't even do this. <laughs> yeah. ESPN plus doesn't pay for you to not have to run an ad when I was right? seeing the fucking scoreboard. Disney. <laughs> Disney, how much money do you need, Walt? Is Walt still alive? I don't know if Walt's still alive. No, he's been dead for. Oh over. my god, I have to watch the whole commercial. Yeah, it sucks. He can't even skip it like YouTube. Dude, this used to just be like a Miller Light thing you could click out of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, Instacart, <laughs> Instacart. Wow. No. Definitely triggered. It's the final week of 2021, and thanks to the NFL's 18-week schedule, we get to cap it off with the fantasy playoffs here at Taco Court Fantasy Football League. And we also get to crown our newest champion this week, and we crown our most coveted award, the Sacco. I am Nate, your host. You can find me on Twitter at NateRay530 and our league at Taco Court Pod. Both of those are linked down below in the show notes for you. Today, I am joined by someone who probably has a lot to say about certain aspects of awards and the controversy behind them, Tony of the 58 West King podcast. That's also linked down in the show notes for you below. How the hell are you going? I don't appreciate you bringing me on here. And the first thing you talk about is the goddamn Sacco Award in Taco Corp. Are you trying to trigger me? It's eight o'clock. I'm about to go to bed and I'm going to go to bed irate and pissed off. Don't appreciate it, but I'm happy to be here. Merry Christmas, and I am excited for today's slate. Yeah, man. Merry Christmas to you, too. How was your Christmas? We were recording this a couple of days after. It was good. Uh, Mom and the brother came to town. They kind of converged on us from both coasts, so kids got a chance to make memories and all that stuff. Yeah, that's really cool. We had a good one. Um, The thing I learned about being by myself and having the kids here at Christmas was that everybody sent a bunch of stuff to them because I moved here without anything. So kind of refilling all their room and stuff like that and their toys and all that kind of stuff. So they had tons of stuff to open up for Christmas. And when I'm trying to sit there and make breakfast or clean it up so I can make lunch or clean that up so I can make dinner, the moment that that happens, like I won't be asked a question. The moment I go to cook, dad, can you put this together? Dad, can we build this big old dollhouse? Dad, can we hook up the TV and the switch? Dad, can we do this? Like, Jesus. I'm going to paint a picture for you. The dollhouse. You know, imagine if you stacked two Wayne Henry's on top of each other and you doubled the width. That's how fucking big this dollhouse was. It was in my garage. It got sent to my house by mistake. It is massive. I am sorry you have to put that thing together. Yeah, so two Wayne Henry's basically equals three Knicks. (laughs) So... (laughs) Yeah, it's a pretty big thing. So um, funny thing is Santa left a note on it and it said, uh, Dear Miley, uh, sorry, but we had a bunch of elves get COVID at the North Pole. So dad's going to have to put this together for you. And dad looked up how long it takes to build and it was like five and a half to six hours. So um, yeah, thanks, Santa. And COVID outbreaks everywhere. You got to be careful. Everywhere, dude. Even the isolated North Pole. I mean, that's like North. That's like COVID getting to North Korea. Like, I don't know how it happens. That's crazy. That's a conspiracy episode. Oh, that'll be good for the off season. Writing that one down conspiracy episode on COVID in the North Pole. How did it get there? Was it Santa? Was it the elves? <laughs> Was it the reindeer? Who's gallivanting? <laughs> I bet you it's that damn Blitzen. <laughs> God damn it, Blitzen. Seems like a troublemaker. <laughs> Anyways, we're getting to the end of 2021, and uh, I think it's a good time. I think a lot of people are reflecting on the year that was. 
We're reflecting on fantasy football. I've been reflecting on recap episodes and ranting and raving about it all season long. But I think it's something good to look back at some of the positive things that happened not being in the sack of contention. So my manager on manager question for you, Tony, this week is what's something you did or that you accomplished in 2021 that you are proud of? Yeah, for me, what I'm proud of most, proud of a lot of things, but what I'm proud of most is the growth for you know our podcast, Matt and I put it together a couple years ago when COVID started. And I think we've kind of uh, hit our stride and I think we're doing really well. You know, we don't talk about it much, but we got stood up by Adam Rank, the dude with over 500,000 followers. Yeah, we fired up StreamYard and we waited for him not once, but twice. I've got the emails to prove it too. So if Terrence is listening to this and he's calling me a liar, Terrence, I can show you the emails. It happened. We got stood up by Adam Rank. Fuck you, Adam Rank. <laughs> That's a TikTok. He's a busy dude. The dude's on the NFL Network. I mean, the fact that he was emailing us is pretty cool. Yeah, that's a TikTok right there. How I got stood up by Adam Brank. <laughs> Two times. Two times. Ah. What about you? I think for me, probably be taking some chances and like believing in myself on like little things, right? I don't think they're, they're probably not little for a lot of people, but they were for me. But quitting my job of 14 and a half years in the Air Force, right? I don't know anybody who really says, yep, I'm done at this amount of time, right? 75% of what you can, you know, get to retirement or anything like that. Quit that, move to Colorado, basically with nothing, maybe like a couple grand in my pocket. And that was about it. And my clothes and stuff like that. So, you know, with the help of some good friends, mentioned it on the podcast quite a bit and the help that you and your family gave me and how I'm super grateful for that. But really felt like I did a lot of things on my own, kind of took some leaps of faith and, uh, you know, with the help of some of your friendships that you build over the years and stuff like that, and get back on track and it feels really good. So kind of proud of that. I don't think a lot of people do that. And hopefully if there's other people out there who hate their jobs or they're not happy where they're at in life or whatever like that, or are willing to take that leap and maybe see something, some of the stuff that I did, things that I think you would, a lot of people say have the odds against you and uh, to be able to come out, you know, on a, on a better end of things. So hopefully they can take some of that stuff, see that, and, you know, take some chances for themselves too, as long as they just keep going with it. So that's what I got for that. You got one for me? Yeah, that story is definitely an inspirational one. If you haven't listened to past episodes and you don't know the story, you know, definitely hit Nate up offline. Definitely something you should be proud of. And I'm proud of you for it. Thanks, man. I didn't want to make you cry in this episode, so I wasn't going to bring it up, but I mean, you brought it up. (laughs) Uh, My question for you, though, I'll keep it related. What's a goal you've got? For 2022 oh so a goal a thing i'm gonna do i i don't know like this is gonna get into later on in the episode too with our draft but our goal for me really is to be like completely debt free so you know life changes add up a bunch of bills you know going through a court system and stuff like that's really expensive so right now currently i'm set to be able to do it at my current rate in about two and a half years. So I'm going to look to side hustle myself and uh, get rid of some of the things that I don't need anymore like that and and get, flip my way to getting out of debt this year so that I can be better prepared for the future and buying a house and all that kind of stuff. So that's my number one goal. And I've been kind of spending the last couple of days building out how that looks and how I'm going to end up doing it. And it's a city of almost half a million, I think. Nate, that's a lot of garages. Yep. Same. <laughs> with a lot of shit that you can probably get for cheap. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. How about you? So for me, it's going to be read more. I was doing good with the text and the audiobooks in 2020. 
but definitely put the literature down this year, 2021. So I think next year I'm going to get back on the one book a month. So not a big one, not like a fitness one. Those are annoying, but uh, going to try and get some more books in front of my face or at least listen to books kind of while I work out or on the drive to work. Yeah, I've spent a lot of time lately, recently, at least since the girls have been gone uh, since Sunday, which is only a couple days, but inside like Barnes and Noble. Right. I don't know mm-hmm. why, but like bookstores, I can spend all day in them just looking at the same old books and trying to figure out what I want to read, reading the backs, the inside covers and stuff like that. I picked up probably like eight books in the last week or something like that. that mm-hmm. You know, I'm looking forward to reading. I started reading a couple, couple weeks back again. But one of the things I was going to say, and maybe something to do on the podcast to, you know, as we're looking for things to talk about during the off season was like little book reviews, what we're reading and stuff like that. And I'm looking to do uh, somewhere around like 30 pages. I think if I do like 30 pages a night, mm-hmm. you know, before bed, it takes me what, 30 minutes or so. You know, you could probably get through a book in every every two weeks, right? And then maybe those weekend nights, which you ain't, when you ain't got nothing going on, you spend a little bit more time or something like that. So that's definitely something that I've been looking to get back into. I've read a couple here in the last couple of weeks too. So I think that's a pretty good one. Book reviews coming to the Taco Court Fantasy Football <laughs> League podcast for 2022. <laughs> I'm in. Yep. That'd be cool. Almost starting our own little book club. That'd be pretty funny. <laughs> is it, is, uh, you want to start a podcast? We can put it in Terrence's uh, podcast network. Yeah, we can put it in there, right? He's doing movies like a big lazy. So how long does it take to watch a movie? How much time does it take to get invested into a book, take some psychedelics, and then go on a journey down some sci-fi realm? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. Mortar is so hot. <laughs> <laughs> I can do Lord of the Rings right now. There you go. The Hobbit. Let's do it. Yeah. And Terrence, <laughs> send us go. another PowerPoint presentation. We're here for it. And they did some walking and they did some more walking <laughs> and uh, they had second lunch and that kind of stuff too. So second breakfast. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. We talked about it earlier. We got a Sacco title to crown this week. And we also got a championship to crown here for Taco Court Fantasy Football League. And we're going to start with the Sacco bracket. In the Sacco, we have two teams that have not won. That is yours truly, the Vinegar Strokes, and Trey and his I shave my balls for this. In this matchup, we have the Vinegar Strokes on the road. They are taking in the Chargers quarterback, Mike Davis, Cordero Patterson, CeeDee Lamb, McCole Hardman, Josh Palmer, Foster Monroe, Tyler Boyd, Robbie Anderson, sitting on the bench, Darren Waller, Tim Patrick, Amir Abdullah, Josh Roberts, Dearness Johnson, Jordan Howard, and Isaiah McKenzie. For the home team, we have, I shave my balls for this, and their roster being the Rams quarterback, Jonathan Taylor, Deonta Foreman, Amari Cooper, Smokey Brown, Christian Kirk, Cole Komet, Tyree Kill, Miles Sanders on the bench, Miles Gaskin, Leviska Chenault, Niners quarterback, Alan Lazard, Devonta Booker, Cedric Wilson, and Jalen Guyton.
the Vinegar Strokes come into this matchup as a 24-point dog as Trey's team is favored to win 129-105. to Tony, who do you have winning this matchup flat out and why? Oh, shit. It does not look good. This does not look good for <laughs> Nate. Nate, you are going to have to seriously consider changing your sackle rules like right now. Like, Go to ESPN's leak settings, hit the commish tools tab, and see if you can change it to worst record because Octavio is the sacco. And because of your rules in this fucking league, you're going to be the sacco. You did this to yourself. I hope you're happy. <laughs> yeah, definitely going to end up with the sacco. Do you think that the punish, like Nick not being the champion this year and being eliminated last week was definitely in my favor? I think that is also something we need to talk about. You're talking about James and Nick's matchup. Oh Jesus Christ! Don't tell me you're on Nick's fucking side. I'm. I already have. I already broke it down to Nick on why it's that way, <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, that's dumb." But it's completely logical, and it totally makes sense. So I don't. I don't. I've never run a league on ESPN. I've been in leagues, but on Yahoo, you're able to reseed so that whoever makes it through the buys, the lowest seed is the one that ends up playing the number one seed, which is the way God intended. It's the way it should be. So I don't know if ESPN even lets you do that, but if they if they do, I think that's maybe something you should consider. I know you like to run things like a dictator here. What are your thoughts on the fact that when you have a bye week as the one seed, you're essentially playing the eight, right? And you're getting a free win, and the number two is playing the seven, and that's why those brackets are built out that way so that the harder matchup out of the both of them compared to, compared to the eight and the seven matches up in the lines that way yeah i think that's dumb yeah that you're wrong <laughs> you're wrong and that's why that's why yahoo lets you reseed like it should definitely be smart enough like we have the technology and a steady hand to pull off a procedure like that if yahoo can do it espn can do it look how much money they're making i just had to watch a 30 second instacart commercial just to look at these stupid matchups then what what is the benefit then of the buy so you don't have to play somebody right you already got one week through a three-week mm -hmm playoff why do you have to have the best matchup the entire time and completely keep reseeding it like what if you had six weeks of playoffs you're just going to keep reseeding the entire time so that the number one team always has the easiest matchup like they deserve that they already got a buy that's what you deserved out of the fucking season it only recedes it once it just recedes it coming out of the semifinals because that's the only time you got to recede it because we only play three weeks you can't recede after the second one because that's a championship as I mentioned, it's the way God intended. It's in the Bible, Old Testament and the New Testament. So, you know, go ahead and think about that. Sleep on that tonight and let me know where you land tomorrow morning. You ever read the Bible? <laughs> uh, what's the first uh, Genesis and uh, Matthew, yeah. Mark, Luke, and John, Revelation? Come on, come on. Just because you know that fucking actors inside the, <laughs> the uh, Bible. Two Corinthians. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, I think Trey's going to end up winning this matchup. I'll be the Sacco. It's written. It's basically what should have happened. And and it, rightfully so. I deserve it. I, I was terrible this year. And so anybody who drafts Christian McCaffrey should automatically get the Sacco no matter what and where they place, even if you win your league matchup. So Trey, 24 points. Do you think he covers? Oh, yeah. He's going to beat the shit out of you. He's beating the brakes off the vinegar strokes. You, you think he's, Matt Stafford's going to be able to go to Baltimore and do something? Did you see what Joe Burrow did to that Ravens secondary? Yeah, that's Joe Burrow. We're not talking about Matt Stafford. We're talking about Joe Burrow there. Joe Burrow does not throw for 400 yards every week. All right, that was 
Joe Burrow threw for over 900 yards on the Baltimore Ravens in one season, and he's the only quarterback in the history of that franchise, of the Baltimore Ravens franchise, to have thrown for 900 yards in a season on them. So, Have you seen their secondary this year? I think they have someone named Wayne Henry uh, playing the left side of the field this year. Oh, so they're just coming up short. Damn it. But. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. In this game, you got to have that dog in you. That desire. That hunger. That non-stop will to win. If you look at all the greats, Dion, Jerry, Walter, all of them, they all got that dog in them. The dog inside you is what drives you to finish. That dog drives you to dominate your opponent. When it's one-on-one -on -one in the hole, when it's one-on-one -on -one and the ball is in the air, that dog makes the play. Because in this game, bigger dog wins. I'm not talking about size. I'm talking about the man with more heart. The man with more will. The man who simply refuses to lose. I promise you, I promise you, that dog ain't in you. Son, you will be exposed. If you ain't got that dog in you, get out the gym. Get out the locker room. Take your stuff and get off the fucking feet. to our championship bracket a tale of underdogs a tale of tiny tims coming out of christmas with their little crutch just getting in one crutch in it right they can't even get the good pad they got a, they got a towel wrapped around it with duct tape that probably got taken off a jeep bumper the number six seed eskimo brothers after starting the season one and five or whatever it was traveling to the number four seed pocket dogs, the Eskimo brothers. They bring into this matchup, the Packers quarterback, AJ Dillon, Keyshawn Vaughn, 
Jarvis Landry, Russell Gage, Manuel Sanders, Zach Ertz, Mike Gusecki, Adam Humphreys on the bench. This guy lost Calvin Ridley, and he's kept him there. He's got Leonard Fournette on the IR. He's not even using the IR spot. He's just keeping him right on the bench on the sideline. Jared Cook, Saints quarterback, Carlos Hyde, Rashad Higgins, and Mark Ingram. the number four seed pocket dogs. Roll into this matchup with the Bills quarterback, Josh Jacobs, Sony Michelle, Devonta Adams, Keenan Allen, Michael Pittman Jr., Mark Andrews, Chase Claypool, Amon Ross, St. Brown, benching it with Michael Carter, Jalen Rieger, Rondell Moore, Kadarius Toney, Darius Slayton, Matt Breida, and Kendrick Bourne. Pocket Dogs comes into this as a heavy favorite, favorite to win by 48 points, 153 to 105. The Pocket Dogs, Tony, has to be worried about this matchup because the Eskimo brothers have been a 50-point dog every single week. Who do you have winning this matchup? Hold, <coughs> hold, hold on. <laughs> oh, God. <clears throat> This is the worst oh, Jesus championship Christ. matchup of all time. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I just threw up so much after you read off Peterson's roster. How the fuck did this happen? Dude. I this don't... this okay, this proves that karma is a thing. We have talked so much shit about Peterson. <laughs> <laughs> we had a segment, I think, didn't we we drafted a team from the free agent, right? The the waiver wire. Yep. And I don't think we we beat him, but 
I mean, we trashed him for like two or three straight weeks, and this is what we get. We did this to ourselves. I don't think he's going to win. You know, 50 points. That's just a projection, but just look at the players, like head-to-head. I don't know if he has a single one. Nope. I don't think he has a single one. Head-to-head. He hasn't had one, though, for like eight weeks. It has to matter at some point. At some point. It has to matter at some point. Would I be surprised, like, with how this season has kind of played itself out with Peterson's team and everything he's overcome, all the shit we've talked about? Like, would I be surprised if he won it? He beat James? No. I would laugh my ass off. I wouldn't be surprised, though. But uh, (laughs) I'm taking James. I'm taking the pocket dogs. Yeah, I think the pocket dogs end up winning their second championship, joining me and Nick as the only two-time champions of Taco Court Fantasy Football League. How many how many championships you got, Tony? I don't have any. Let me uh, let me take that back. The first year we all played together, I won that league easily by a lot. And then you guys stopped playing in that league, and you set up a new league with all the same players. But guess who didn't get invited? The Banana Stand, Tony Patriot. I did not get an invite. I don't know if you'd like to speak to that. You guys, Maurice Moyered me, and I've talked about this before. You Moyered me before we started Moyering people. Taco Court Fantasy Football League was developed by the greatest commissioner that has ever breathed on this planet Earth. That is the guy who's talking right now into your ear. You're looking at him, Tony, on camera right now. Like me right here. I'm looking directly into your eyes, right? And off topic, the hair, the the beard, it all looks phenomenal. It does? Oh, I fucking hate it. I was telling Clinton James, I was like, I, you know, I'm growing out this thing and being like, yeah, I'm growing out my hair and this is this and I'm growing out my beard. And hopefully that my sacco punishment is like, you got to keep a clean haircut all year and can't grow a beard. So you need to keep shaving because that's the look I like. Um, but I'm just doing it. I was trying to figure out what you reminded me of. And like, you look like a fucking wizard from Marvel. Like you look like you could be, you know, Dr. Strange, Dr. Strange or like one of his apprentices. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I may show up on this broadcast right behind you as I do like a cool little ring thing and then transport myself into your office and then just slap you in the back of the head, call you Sacco, and then come back here. So let's go ahead and do that right now. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've uh, I've been Sacco twice. Oh, so you're a two-time and, award uh, winner in this league as well. So I haven't won a championship either yep okay yeah yep so i think pocket dogs ends up taking their second title home james seems like a pretty good dude you know talking to him in one of the last episodes he seems like a pretty good guy he doesn't like christmas but you know whatever we can we can work on that as the years come so uh it would be great to see the eskimo brothers get a championship and be able to come back from all this you talked about that draft we did earlier where we drafted a team off the waiver wire to beat his team that was the week that he went on his run it was like, you know, I'm tired of you guys. Like, I'm just going to show you guys who I can pick up the third wide receiver from the fucking the Detroit Lions and watch him put up 20 points and then drop him the next week. So, yeah, kudos to Josh. He's in the money for the first time ever. Hell of a run. I think it ends here. That's another thing we need to talk about with this newfound uh, pot of money. Win or lose, you know, he's getting some money. He's probably going to buy another Jeep. And I don't know if his neighbors want that. <laughs> yeah. We can't have this happen next year. I mean, every hundred bucks counts, right? So this guy getting his hundred bucks plus another hundred bucks this year. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely Jeep money. So it's going to be wild over there. Anyways, we both picked the same teams this week. 
And uh, picking the same teams this week was presented by bangandelf.com. Yes, we're still at the holiday season. We've got a week left to take advantage of this promo code TACO for 31% off your first month's service. Once again, picking the same teams this week was presented by bangandelf. That's nick.com. No longer in the playoffs. Uh, maybe fighting for a third place and whatever like that. But hope he doesn't get that either. Promo code TACO for 31% off your first month's service. you got a week to take advantage of that promo. As the year winds down, many people tend to reflect on life and come up with things that they're going to start doing January 1st. We talked a little bit about that earlier here in the podcast. Therefore, this week's draft, we're going to cover our top five worst New Year's resolutions that anybody could do. I kind of take this angle. I was talking to some guys at work, Tony, about if you know, I'm looking for some top five lists or whatever like that. We're rounding out the month of December, so they kind of helped me come up with the list that we've done already. And one guy was like, oh, the worst New Year's resolutions, because a lot of New Year's resolutions, we could start today, right? So things that people put an arbitrary timeline and whatever works best for them, what works best for them, right? But most people, you talk about New Year's resolutions not going through. And a lot of that is because we're waiting for a time to start something. I think it's a really good thing to highlight some things that we could start today or do more. And actually, one of yours is on my list already. So we're there, right? Everybody has their own thing. Top five worst New Year's resolutions. I'll let you pick where you want to draft if you want to draft the first or at the turn. I like to lead this off. Give me the 101. There you go. And so going first with the first overall pick in this year's worst New Year's resolutions draft. Tony Patriot of the 58 West King podcast. Who you got? Roger Goodell walks to the stage. Boo! Boo! You fucking bum! He smiles because that's all he knows how to do. He opens the envelope. Narcissist. With the first overall pick, Tony Patriot selects people who want to lift weights more at the gym. Maybe it's for strength. Maybe it's for muscular endurance. Doesn't matter. They're clogging up the gym. The gym. You know, uh, gym is short for James. So many people have been known to clog up the James. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's a pretty good one. Um, I don't even know where I'd put that. I think we could go in that realm of health and stuff like that. It's probably going to take up a couple of them. All right. I got two picks here. And my number one is going to be, I'm going to quit smoking January 1st. So I think that's a good one that anybody could do at any any time. And my number two is going to be get on a diet. So that goes into the health realm as well. You can start eating better today. Tony, you got your two and three coming up. All right. Second pick here for me. People who want to run more on treadmills at the gym. Maybe they want to hit a goal. Maybe it's 100 miles. Maybe it's 200 miles. Whatever it is, they're clogging up the gym. Next pick. <laughs> People who want to attend more fitness classes at the gym. They show up with their yoga mats, their headband, whatever. They're clogging up the gym. <laughs> Next pick. Oh, I just saw where this whole thing's going. It's awesome. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just writing this one down. All right. Damn it. I didn't even think about this. Your list is good because it's gonna you're going to get so many likes. It's going to trigger everybody. <laughs> Every meathead. <laughs> All right. Um, damn. All right. My third and fourth picks. I'm going to say that um, 
when people make a resolution to travel more, I think it's very vague and you should come up with a place that you want to go and say, I'm going to go here on this date. Uh, a couple of things that we've been talking about in groups has been the, uh, you know, going down to spring break or seeing the Dodgers play a series here on, and it's like very date specific. Trey's invited me out to Columbus to go watch Notre Dame, Ohio State next year. I'm going to go to Vegas and probably the, I think it's the first week of October next year to go watch Notre Dame BYU at Allegiant. So yeah. Tony, if you want to hop on that, we can uh, drop the kids off with Charlotte and then we can all go to Vegas for just a quick, you know, 36 hours or something like that. So travel more because it's not very specific. Number four. Oh my gosh, I'm going to find love. My resolution is I'm going to find love this year in 2022. That is not my New Year's resolution, but it makes me want to barf. Nothing better than forcing a relationship into a failed marriage. There, there you go. Yeah, definitely. Learn from me, folks. That was shocking. <laughs> Emotional damage. Such a dick. Uh, my fifth is going to be not be a dick. I'm going to assume <laughs> what you guys had, you and Adrian, was not a New Year's resolution. No, it definitely lasted a good so, 14 years. So Not a shot, but I mean, for the content, sure. Yeah, for Whatever. the content, yeah. We'll clip out this part and then throw the rest of it on TikTok. So. And nobody knows what the hell the context is. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, finding love, that's probably one of the worst ones. Like, ugh. You got your last two picks coming up, Tony. All right, I'll go ahead and remove my foot from my mouth. Uh, you're listening to this you can't see it but it was in there you got to take the uh, the hair out of your teeth now oh it's hair <laughs> everywhere absolutely uh fourth and fifth pick so number four people who want to increase their total body fitness by doing more crossfit at the gym yeah they show up they grunt they wear high socks they write wad workout of the day all over the dry race boards it's everywhere right they're clogging up the gym <laughs> fifth pick final pick Am I changing it up or am I doing the same shit? I'm doing the same shit. People who want to swim more at the gym, they show up with their Speedos. They swim the wrong way in lanes. They splash all over the place. They don't shower before leaving the locker room. It's not sanitary. You know, you got to clean yourself off before you get in the pool gym. I don't care how old you are. They're clogging up the gym. All right. And I got my last pick here. My last pick is it's going to be that, you know what? This year's New Year's resolution is I'm going to stop making New Year's resolutions. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, stop making New Year's resolutions. So uh, that is my fifth and final pick. So going down the list, what's up, Tony? That's a good one, though, because if you think about it, like if you want your New Year's resolution to last the longest, you pick that one because you can't fail until 365 days later when you inevitably make another New Year's resolution. Yeah. So I, I love it. Yeah, definitely. I'm on board. My New Year's resolution this year is to not go through with my New Year's resolutions. Therefore, I meet all of my New Year's resolutions <laughs> by not doing a damn thing that I want to do in 2022. Going down the list of our teams here or what we drafted, our top five worst New Year's resolutions going into 2022. Nate, I've got quit smoking, get on a diet, travel more, find love, and stop making New Year's resolutions. While Tony has uh, people who want to lift more weights at the gym because they're clogging up the gym. 
people who want to run more on treadmills at the gym because they're clogging up the gym, people who want to attend more fitness classes at the gym because they're clogging up the gym, people who want to increase their total body fitness by doing more CrossFit at the gym, clogging up the gym. That's right. And people who want to swim more at the gym because they're clogging up the gym. Yeah, I could have taken this, you know, one of two ways. I could have done some research, actually found some ones that really bothered people, five that really bothered people. But this one bothers me so much that I felt like it counted for five things. It did. And like, I'm irritated right now. Like, it, I don't go to the gym every day. I'm not Trey, but I'm there four or five times. And it is noticeable every fucking year, January, some of them linger into February, but they're just there and they're everywhere and they're in groups. Those are the worst, the ones who need motivation from friends. So they bring, you know, three or four friends to the gym and they sit there around the bench, the dumbbells, the barbell, the piece of equipment that I want. And they talk and they take turns and they spot each other. They motivate and encourage and inspire. And I it bugs the shit out of me because I want that piece of equipment, but I have to wait 45 minutes to get on it. And my deltoids, they suffer as a result. Is it that you want the piece of equipment or you just want friends to go to the gym with you? It might be a little both. Now that you mentioned it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, put put the camera down there, and then take the take the video of me doing squats in my leggings. Let me. You know how hard it is to film yourself doing squats. Like you got to set it up at the right. If someone's just there holding it, mm -hmm. like you know, going low with you, going up with you, like that, that would make for better content. I just don't have that right now. So I think you just kind of you know unwrap something there. Yeah, Thank you. There we go. Um, Tony wants more people to go to the gym with him and clog up the gym for 2022 and that's his <laughs> new year's resolution so we'll put a poll out there on the socials um i haven't done the last couple i've been like out of it but uh we'll get this one up there because it's going to be sure to uh rustle some feathers and that's what we're about here at the taco court fantasy football league i got a line here that says pay homage even though you've been extremely rude to me you've attacked my feelings <laughs> you've attacked my commissioner hood I'm still going to say that people should go over there and check out your world-renowned, popular podcast. Um, once hit the top 20 in Poland. That's right. It's not there anymore, so nobody can really confirm this. Uh, there's no like billboard going back months and stuff like that. So being able to try to expose me on the one day that I hit top 10 in Poland and recorded a podcast, and then it wasn't there the next day. You know, I, I can see how that happens. So, um, but yeah, go check out Tony's podcast, the 58 West King podcast. Him and Matt are doing that. They're over 130 something episodes now. It's crazy. Um, super proud of what you guys were able to do this year, putting out tons of content, making it sort of entertaining. I mean, not as entertaining as hearing me blab about <laughs> random stuff or ranting about how I hate Christian McCaffrey and creating metaphors about my personal life and taking it out on fantasy football players and you guys. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, go check that out. So um, it's a good one. And hopefully I'll be back on it. You will be. You'll be on soon. But we've got our own segments, and I think we do a good job of being good at those segments, even though, you know, sometimes we steal each other's content. Have you heard our latest segment by Mr. Anthony Cotton? I have heard that, and I was going to bring it up to you. You got about three more tries at that because I think he stopped making TikToks. <laughs> so we negotiated already, and, uh, you know, our operating budget over at the 50 at West King headquarters, it's low. It's non-existent. We actually operate in the red. Mm -hmm. um, we don't pay taxes either, so That's this good. isn't this isn't getting published, is it? Oh, no, no. I, I don't think the IRS listens. But no. uh, I agreed. I'm going to pay him in cases of Snapple, which is twofold. He gets to drink Snapple one, two. You know, he gets what 24 more Snapple facts of the day in each case. So yeah. that's a win-win. 
Yeah, you're you're paying ten bucks for a month's worth of content, like right? Or no, you basically if you say you publish what an episode a week in the off season, right? And then you, you're all the way good through the off season for about twelve bucks. So that's a, that's a damn good thing. I should get caught and do some other stuff too. I don't know. We already got him. We already have him on the staff. Don't even look at. I him. could get him to test out every single type of condom, like and just tell us which one smells the worst. Like that would be good. A smelly condom fact of the day. So that would be oh pretty God. good. Yeah. I don't know. Go check that out, though. 58 West King Podcast. Where can they follow you? Is it at 58 W King Podcast on Twitter? That's correct. That's the one I operate. Uh, my co-host, Matt Graham, co-commish. He also operates at Graham the Man 69 on there Twitter we as well. We'll throw that in the show note this week as well. The segment that people have tried to replicate what we do here, and it just doesn't come out as good. Um, this one might not come out as good either because there's a story behind it. And it's kind of heartfelt. It's not really all that funny. I don't know. Anyways, banger of the week. Now, Josh and the Eskimo brothers could have looked at this season after just a few weeks, starting out one and five. Me and Tony sitting here drafting teams off the waiver wire, just trashing this dude. And he could have just turned it in for the year. He could have said, you know what? Starting next year, I'm going to do things differently. You guys see the theme here, right? You guys see the theme here. You or we may both look at New Year's as a fresh start and more power to you if that is your thing. But I think this song can relate to each and every one of us. I'm sure the Eskimo Brothers is one that told himself he'd scratch and claw his way out of the shadows. And as he grew momentum, the sun started to get brighter. <laughs> that sounds so fucking stupid. <laughs> I don't even know why I wrote that down. All right, but it's actually been fun to watch, uh, even with me being in contention for possibly getting the Sacco this year. And my first Sacco in Taco Court Fantasy Football League history. I mean, I got to get every award, right? Like, that's the that's the inner narcissist in me, is I got to get every award. Like, I'm sure Trey hasn't thought about this yet. Maybe it's because it doesn't have a championship yet, but if Trey really wanted to one-up me here, like, no, you're not getting the Sacco. I'm going to be the Sacco, right? So that we talk about him all offseason. He's a competitive person. Yeah. But I think we could all take a note out of the book of Joshua, going back to your biblical references here, uh, as we head into 22. So from the motion picture home, Towards the Sun by Rihanna. Love you. Bye. Love you guys. Bye. Happy New, Happy New Year. Year.
shadows fall behind you.